0: It may not be news to you that healthcare needs a makeover, a full on transformation, and pharmacy is no different. What may be news to you is where the real answer lies to fix all the problems we face, all the issues, all the crap and drama that you hear about online, and amidst all the organizations that you're probably a part of. And in this interview, I'm honored to share the exact formula to break down, get the antidote to excusitis for where all the issues are stemming from, because I'm bringing on to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare podcast, a fellow pharmacist that honestly, you likely have never heard of before, but you're never gonna forget after this interview. The reality is, We've got all kinds of problems, and we also have all kinds of reasons and people to point the finger at. But as you'll learn from this interview, there can be excuses for days. You can have not ideal circumstances. You can have adversities and challenges. But when you instead to look for opportunities and reasons to become the change, seek and you shall find. I'm bringing on Dr. Chad Rollins a 46-year-old out of Springfield, Missouri, who has, get this, seven kids. What? (laughs) And he has built a life that is absolutely incredible. He is a pharmacist. He's a fitness advocate, very big in the company First Form, run by Andy Frazella, who I've been talking about since 2016, since I first started following him. He was the founder of MFCEO Podcast, The Real AF Podcast, And this man is literally in the trenches and sharing all of that amazing wisdom. I could literally talk about him for a solid hour because he's done so much badass stuff. But I'm just going to pass the mic over and say, my man, Chad, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm really humbled by your opening for me. You know, I don't know where to even start except for there's a lot of pharmacists out there, you know, and you get done with pharmacy school. you're scared, you jump in that first situation out there in the real world. and then over time, you know you gain some confidence and you can really do a lot as you gain you know the just experience. and then you get you get to a point where you kind of may become complacent and yeah. uh, and you're just kind of doing the you know the daily routine. Um, all the excitement's gone away, um, and and it just becomes this is as far as I can get, and this is as good as I'm going to be. And this, you know, pharmacy is a good profession; you can make a lot of money, um, you know. But there's always there's just so much more out there, and I think you and I can re- have realized that the potential for people is is so high. And you know, there's a lot of things in the pharmacy industry that can be fixed, and there's a lot of things outside of the pharmacy industry. Just because you're a pharmacist doesn't mean you have to stop doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, you need to set your goals outside of pharmacy level way up here and go, go chase them. And there's tools out there to do that. And I think that you and I have both come across those in our journeys and I uh, realized that there's things out there that um, can set your mindset. Um, it's about taking action. It's about believing in yourself, not quitting ever. And, uh, you know, just doing things that, you know, the, the time is never going to be right. You know, conditions are never going to be perfect for anything. And uh, it's when those times are hard and how you react to those challenges in life, whether it be in pharmacy, you know, your relationships and how you act towards those and what you do to overcome those that really, truly can make you uh, to raise those standards and get to those goals you want to get to. So
0: That's exactly it, man. I, I totally agree. And the 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 story, the pathway, if you want to call it that, Uh, that I've had so many pharmacy students and pharmacists um, that that have reached out to me on social, that I've had the honor of coaching through the years. Uh, it, It goes a little like this. Pharmacy school was hard, but it was great because I knew exactly what was expected. I had to study for the exams. I had to pass the boards. My target was clear, and my reason for doing it was super on point. If I didn't pass, I didn't graduate. If I didn't graduate, I didn't get a job. If I don't get a job, I'll go broke for my six-figure loans. So while (laughs) pharmacy was challenging, it was a clear strategy. Pass the test, pass the boards, get licensed, get a job. Now, Now, the problem is that after a while, you celebrate, you're happy, you get the job, six figures, all that. Well, after a while, things ain't what you thought they were. The things that you're asked to do after a while start to conflict with your expectations. And more sensitively start to conflict with your values, your morals. And you start to ask, is this all there is? Because I just spent tons of money getting my doctorate of pharmacy degree, six years plus, getting this position. Did I really do all of that just for this? And then you start to look around and you see that everyone else is confused because their expectations aren't met either. And we're not talking about sitting in a gold palace. We're talking about really using our knowledge and our expertise to help people, not to be directives or cogs for a plan outside of what we even expected. So this is something that I see a lot. And this brings me to a question that that I wanna ask you based on what you've seen and you've lived is, if a student or a pharmacist new grad comes into that position and, and they feel stuck and they ask around and and the answer they see is it's too hard this is just how it is and people take that stress and they begin to find quote reasons not to work out to let their nutrition go to the wayside to give up on their dreams because Nobody else around them is living them, so who are they to think that they could do any different? Just a
1: simple question, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, yeah, yeah, something simple. We'll start small.
1: <laughs> I could honestly spend like an hour answering that question, but I mean, what it comes down to is this: people struggle every day. I mean, it doesn't. Whatever it is, eating. You know, you go, you walk in, you 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 have a problem, and you can't stop, you know, you can't stay to your diet. Like you said, it's hard to do. Um, you know, getting to the gym every day, uh, studying every day for pharmacy school. Um, and it really comes down to, you have to, you know, you set that goal and then you have to set specific tasks. That's, that's very important. When am I going to work out? Not what your workout's going to be. When are you going to do it? You know, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. For me, I get up at 4, 15 a.m. I work out at five because I have seven kids. So that's the time I get to do that. You know, when are you going to study? Set it down. Don't think I'll do this later. You know, that's the most important thing. And then you have to be disciplined. Discipline, you can be motivated for, you know, how many people January, the beginning of January start a workout program or when they first start their school studies or a new job. They're so excited. But then, you know, with after a couple of weeks, you know, they look back and and they just start to lose. You know, they start to get distracted by this or that. I need to do that. I need to do this. But you have to set those specific actions. And so I think you and I have both done the same thing over time. And my journey took me to 75 hard. And, uh, you know, if you want to talk about that, I'd really like to hit on that because it's super important. And, uh, you know, it's a program uh, that Andy Frazell put in place. I know uh, you and I have both um, done that. And when I started, um, you know, I uh, started because I, I grew up in an alcoholic family. I went to college like most and uh joined a fraternity. And you know, fraternities are pretty good at drinking, so we did some of that. And uh, you know, and then uh as I got older, you know, I you know, it wasn't that big of a problem really. But uh, you know, as I got to be older and I was in my forties, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't uncommon for me to have three to five drinks every night for five or six nights. Yeah. You know, and I hadn't read a lot of books in my life, believe it or not, even though I'm a pharmacist. Uh, I'd read one book in my entire life. You believe that? So, wow. and, uh, you know, I just would read about two or three pages, fall asleep, and that'd be the end of that. So, uh, um, so those were the reasons I wanted to do it. I wanted to get control of my life. So I could yes. better myself so I could become the best husband I could be. So I could become the best father to my seven kids. So I could become the best friend. So I could, you know, be happy with who I am and look, at, I'd look in the mirror and say, I know who I am. Because I was looking in the mirror. I didn't know who was looking back at me. And mm-hmm. that was the problem. And I was drawn to this program. And uh, the first day I I set a date. I wanted to wait until football was over. I wanted to wait until Valentine's Day was over. You know, I wanted to make it easy for me. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Because, you know, now I know that it's never that way. So day one, it was minus 19 degrees here in Missouri. And it was snowing. And I was on call at the pharmacy. And so I set my stuff. I got all my things done. You know, you got to take a progress pick. You got to read 10 pages in a book. Got your first workout in. Did those all early. I was on my road to success for the first day, you know, and then did some of the other tasks. And then by the end of the day, I needed to get that second outdoor workout at. And I got called in to work on call a couple of times and I had planned on doing it at nine o'clock at night. Got called in, had to come back. I said, "Okay, it's 10. I can still get it in. Uh, Went back to work and came back and I said, "Okay, it's it's 1110. I got I got 50 minutes to get this in. Threw my snowshoe on, went outside, got it in at five minutes of midnight. And that was day one. And I could have just quit then. You know, so that's just kind of a testament of like the, you know, when things are thrown at you and you're trying to better yourself, if you can just stick to your task, even if your plan goes off base, you know, and still get it done. I was just like, well, what if on day 75, I need one more day and I can't get it done. Yeah. yes, yes finish that you know and then so real quick another short thing about 75 hard is we're
0: going to dive in there i want to i want to frame this because (laughs) like most people in pharmacy have never heard of you so we're going to dive into into literally the solution but i just want to frame this for for everybody listening so this guy he he doesn't have one or two kids and he's not working part-time in the pharmacy this guy is a full-time pharmacist, right? He is working at long-term care and hospice pharmacy. He's the facility director and pharmacist in charge. He has seven kids, he's 46 years old. He's also running for the school board, which we'll talk about in another time. So if you're listening to what we're about to say, you're like, oh, well, you know, they're they're that's easy for them. Like they don't have kids, they're not married. Well, this, yes. <laughs> All what you got times five, okay? So <coughs> what, what you said is really important. You said that, that we touched on the concept of discipline. And in pharmacy school, discipline is built in. You don't really have to try. Like, you can argue with me on that. Like, yeah, you've got to build it. But if you look at the big scope, that's built into pharmacy school. However, when you graduate, it's all on you. You got to show up. You got to be do your job. But outside of that, like, What are you going to do with your life? Because in pharmacy, that was your life. In pharmacy school, that was your life. Now what? Now what? You don't have classes to go to. You don't have dates set ahead to study for an exam. Now what? Because if you don't have that self discipline, you're going to be all over the place. You're going to be lowering your standards. And inside, you're going to have a dissonance because you know, if you're honest with yourself, that you're not living your fullest potential. And you're not dispensing it to people that are you're helping either. So you're literally slowly dying inside and you're wondering, how do I do this? And and there's something that Andy says that, that is so profound. And it's this personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Now, ultimate rebellion against what? Well, yes, against your employer that's doing things that you don't like, of course. But it's also against settling, living less than your best. There's nothing worse than succeeding without feeling fulfilled. That's the ultimate failure, as a a wise man once said, Tony Robbins. But the thing that I really want to share with you is the answer to all of these problems, healthcare being a disaster, pharmacy being all over the place, where you don't like where you work, you're not fulfilled, and on and on and on. It's not out there. Nobody is coming to save you. Nobody is coming to save you you must put on your armor and equip yourself to fight for yourself, whether that's fulfillment, whether that's growing, whatever that is. And and, and that might make sense, hopefully, if you're listening and you're alive, (laughs) that logically makes sense. But the the natural next question is, sounds great, Chad, sounds great, Adam, but how do I do it? Because pharmacy is so stressful, I can't eat healthy, I don't have time to work out I'm doing I, I don't have how how do we do it and that's where I want to lead into with what connected us which is a expanded program of 75 hard but for those of you who have not heard of 75 hard it's a 75 day mental toughness challenge it's not a fitness challenge it is an amazing redisciplining of your mind your body your spirit everything And I'm gonna invite Chad to share what exactly that is. Now, myself personally, I completed this in March of 22. I did a recap episode podcast all about how I did it, how many times I failed, what I did wrong, what I did right. And there'll be a link to the show notes so that you can get the hacks to not make the same mistakes that I did. We're gonna talk about those too. Um, But Chad, for those people listening who, who are not familiar with 75 Hard, can you kind of give an overview of what that program is. Um, you mentioned why you wanted to do it, because you were just done with settling in old patterns and behaviors. But can you kind of give an overview of what 75 Hard is, what you expected, and what you ended up getting out of it on the other side?
1: Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so what 75 Hard is, the beginning part of it is, you know, 75 days, you have specific tasks that you need to cover, so, um, and it's it's basically just It's teaching you that self-discipline of getting everything in in one day. So you got like a progress pick. You've got one workout inside, or it can be outside. but One of them has to be outside for 45 minutes. They have to be separated. Um, You've got 10 pages to read in a book. Um, You've got your power list or tasks that you're going to set yourself up for. So you set your goal, and then you have specific things you're going to do each day to get to that goal, along with some other tasks. And so it basically teaches you. And um, what you're teaching yourself is good habits and yes. how to reach these habits. And in fact, I've actually, there's, they have, they actually make one for kids too. And I had Cora do this, my daughter, and uh, she did the power list for kids. And it's 17 days, I think. Um, awesome. And she learned to do, she learned to do gymnastics. She learned all these different things during that time. And two days in, she goes, Hey, dad, you know what we're doing here? Is we're learning good habits. She told me that. Wow. And, you know, so figure that out real quick. And, but, um, but so back to the, you know, what you said about, Um, you know, 75 hard and how, you know, it teaches you self-discipline and, you know, yeah, you get a good physique and that's part of it. But I hear people all the time, they try and cut corners, you know, well, Mm -hmm. my job's really hard. I work in construction. Does that count as a workout? I'm like, no, they just don't understand. You know, it's, this is about, you know, learning how to get things all done in one day, you know, and like doing tasks and just getting better one day at a time and not not forgetting, like the progress pick is the thing that's missed the most. It's the easiest task, but if you don't schedule or know when you're going to do it, you'll miss it, you know, yes. and then you can, you'll have to start all the way over. But what I want to get at is through this program, um, you know, I had all these goals I had set for my life at the time when I turned 40. I wanted to become a competitive Spartan race runner. I wanted to be on, at the time, NBC Titan Games, and I wanted to become a first form athlete. And so I started going down the path of doing that, and, I start, and then when I got to 75 hard, there's no coincidence that by going through this program, two of those three things, it turned out being American Ninja Warrior, but two of those three things came true, and I'm still searching for the third one. And so, you know, it just teaches you, and like, when you get to, then there's phase one, which is a 30-day um, period where you do a little bit extra, you take, you know, cold showers, which those are fun, you know, <laughs> I, I love those.
0: I adopt I that daily, <laughs> daily life. I, I genuinely yeah. love this.
1: Yeah. But what you'll say, what you'll, you probably all also understand is after you do them for a month and you try and take a hot shower, right. You just don't, you know, you just, can't, you just can't do it. I mean, I don't know if you were that way. That's how I was, you know, so it, it, you know, and it teaches you like to get through things like that. And then you actually have a lot of benefits from that cardiovascular. But then, you know, then you got phase two that is another 30 days and it's exactly the same thing you did in 75 hard. And then you get to phase three. And for me, you know, i talked about the drinking, all that kind of stuff and how I started a specific time. because I didn't want to do it during that hard time when all my friends would get together and drink during football games and things like that. Yeah. You know, Christmas, November, you know, Thanksgiving, all the things that you want to eat bad food for the cheat meals because you can't have a cheat meal, by the way. And, uh, you know, so I got to it and those last three days I didn't care anymore. You know, that's how much it it, it brought me to that. And, um, you know, it just it, it just gives you so much sense of accomplishment and good habits that you are so empowered to help others even and help yourself because you've learned all these traits. And, you know, you, you have to talk to strangers. You know, a few days I, w- I didn't have to work. It was snowing outside and I'd be like, how am I gonna talk to somebody today? And I honestly, I got really lucky one day Somebody's car broke down out in front of my house so I got to There you go. go. The station for the day but you'll find yourself seeking people out at the grocery store, you know, at the gym and now I know every single person at the gym and everywhere I go because of this program. Yeah. And uh, that is a huge thing because if you are someone like me at the time that wouldn't just go up to a stranger and talk to them and you when you first talk to them they're a little taken off guard. But then What do you want? You
0: talk- what are you selling? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right they're like, whoa, he's talking to me. I don't know this guy, <laughs> you know? And uh, I mean, but you know this, like within just a couple minutes, everything changes, yeah. you know, and then they wow. then like the next time they see you, they're like, you know, it's just, it's just amazing how much that gets you to be able to, you know, be comfortable doing things like that. And, you know, within the pharmacy profession, that's a big thing to be able to do things like that. And um, so during that year, it's it just made it changed my entire life it really did and that's that that was the whole point of that and just learning the habits learning all these different things and meeting all these different people that are so successful surrounding yourself by people that are in the first form community and uh and taking things that i learned from them and just you know letting that go throughout my life and and you know helping others now so yeah dude thank you for sharing that that that's incredible and and just an
0: overview real quick so 75 hard that is the 75 day mental toughness challenge. So we both did that successfully. Uh, I don't know about you, but I failed like six times over a few years. (laughs) I just wasn't, I was in it for the wrong reasons, right? And I learned a lot through that process of, of failing, right? So when you get through that, you feel like a different person because you are. And you start to recognize through that process, all the things that you cut corners on in yourself in your personal life, and your job, it's really humbling. And you can't be, like I say this all the time, you might be good at bullshitting other people, but you will mm-hmm. never be able to bullshit yourself. And this program brings light to those dark corners. And it allows you to face that. And you have a choice. You can keep doing that, or you can own that and say, you know what, That that was the old me. I used to do that stuff, but no more, no more. I'm not doing that no more. And, and I'll be honest, like, I had a few times when I first started where the, one of the requirements is two 45-minute workouts. And I walked extra fast one day, and I got back, and I looked at my watch, and it was 43 minutes. And I immediately had a decision. Just say, like, oh, well, I'll just take two minutes off because I walked fast. <laughs> no, I ran circles in my driveway. <laughs>
1: there you go. I think <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, it happens. So you have to recognize that and, and realize that. And here's the other thing. No one will know if you cheated and cut corners. However, those of us who actually did it the right way, we know. You, like, we know. And, and once you go through that, you realize how that totally transformed your entire life in 75 days. So the natural next question is, what's next? If I could do this in 75 days, what else can I do? So that turns into actually what, what brought me to being introduced to you from a good friend, Kyle Gordon, fellow pharmacist, and another pharmacist who completed 75 Hard Challenge. But that is the Live Hard Challenge, which Chad touched on a few things. So the Live Hard Challenge starts with 75 Hard, but it goes on for a full year, broken up into three different phases with different tasks and so forth, building on self-discipline. And I completed that successfully in the beginning of January of 2023. And I reached out cause Kyle's another fellow pharmacist. I'm like, Hey man, do you know any other pharmacist that completed live hard? Cause I don't know of anybody. And he's like, yeah, this dude, Chad, he's a badass. And here we are, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how we met appreciate and, and learning it. about what Chad's doing and how he's literally transforming his profession, his role, the pharmacists and techs he works with the allied healthcare professionals his community, the, like literally the world. That's why I wanted to bring him on to share his message because he has so many, quote, things against him or, quote, excuses for not to do it. He's defied the odds. That's the point of this podcast. That's the whole point of this interview. That's the point of this program is to take all the reasons that you've been using for why you, quote, can't do it and flip the script on those to turn them into the exact reasons why you must, Do them. So going through that, dude, just the 75 hard from what you shared totally changed your life. Then you went through live hard. And and I I teased a little earlier that you're not only a pharmacist, father of seven, husband, all these other things, but now you're looking to run for school board because you don't have enough things to do, I guess. (laughs) But but can you kind of share on that? Because one of the things that this program does is it changes your heart posture. And I'm going to speak personally as myself. Uh, I'm a Christian and it's not about going to church. It's not about how many verses you have in the Bible. It's how you choose to show up every day in your life. It's the actions you do and how you treat other people, not to get stars on your chart, but how you conduct your life. And that's exactly what this program does is it shapes you up to live a Christian life. That's probably not why Andy did it. Maybe he did because he's been going through an awesome transformation as I've been witnessing over the years uh, through his stories and how many times he cites the Bible on his podcast, but I digress. It's the ultimate spiritual mental fitness transformation. And and some of the things that it's led you to do, I just want you to speak on that um, and and what led you to do things outside of pharmacy that have led to a a deeper level of fulfillment and, and a calling, if you will.
1: Right. So, you know, I would go back probably five years to start this story. And, uh, you know, when I first started getting through this journey. I, you know, I wanted to do a lot for kids and it it started with fitness. And so I jumped in a car one time and drove five hours to Illinois um, to uh, work out with Mike Trotter, and Mike Sullivan. Uh, Mike Trotter's the PT boss. He's a uh, lead trainer for first form. And that's kind of where it all started for me. Cause I got there and, uh, you know, he stood up, he was sick and he came anyway. And he said, you know, he talked about the kids in wheelchairs, why we we're there for muscular dystrophy. And he said, you know, they really can't work out. We get to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, and he said that that snapped for me. And that's where it all began. Started doing 30 for the kids programs for the kids in Haiti, the sweat for impacts coming up with a 24 hour with 24 workouts in 24 hours to stay up all night. It's great. It's, everybody's crazy by the end of it. Nice. You know, different, different things like that, you know. Over the last uh, five years, I've been traveling across, you know, Arizona different areas to just do different stuff. But then I felt a calling. I really did. And I felt, what can I do more to help serve, you know, the community, the kids, all these things that are going on in our in our in our nation. You know that that uh, people I think are waking up to now, and uh, really make an impact on others. And you know, seventy five hard led me to this. Listening to Andy Prizel's podcast led me to this. It gave me the tools to be able to, you know, to have the courage to jump in, you know, a father of seven that, you know, really, honestly, I fill my day 24 hours full. And when do I have time for this? People were asking, when are you going to have time to do this? And the thing about people like you and me and uh, what we do, we find a way to do it, you know? Yes. I mean, who do you want? A lazy guy that doesn't do anything, you know, running for school board? Or do you want somebody that's active and busy and successful and shows he can lead people his whole life? you know and can make a difference and can i can actually relate to parents relate to teachers i have seven kids i have skin in the game and you know i mean i'm not political i may sound like it right now but but <laughs> i mean you know i was drawn to do it i just felt like this is where i'm here for a reason yeah i'm here to make you know people feel like they can't do something you know on a large scale make a big difference but you can make a difference in your community you know and that's what i'm trying to do and um You know, and on a side note, you know, I started uh, this and have to do a school board, but I've I've been training, you know, on Saturdays for five years outside um, at the at the high school stadium here. And uh, now I've got a group. I started opening up to people. And over the summer, it got up to about 20, 25 people and uh, people come from all different reasons and all different areas in their life to come to this workout. And uh, I've made change in people's lives. You know, I've had ex-Marines that come there and they got back to life. You know in in the civilian world and uh didn't know how to handle themselves because they're used Mm -hmm. to the structure and didn't have any structure anymore got you know addicted to drugs and things like that and uh on cocaine and then he said he seeked me out to come to this workout to help Mm -hmm. and uh you know he's been he's been free of all that now for you know i think eight months now and um there's so many people that have come there that have started 35 hard now i watch them go and get you know where they're going and um and And what they're doing, I'm so proud of them, you know and 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 so, back to the school board, there's a lot of things going on in our country, and I think every single person, if we all step up and do the personal excellence, and you know that's kind of my banner for what I'm running is I'm bringing personal excellence to Springfield School board, mm-hmm. you know in this community, and every child can have excellence. It doesn't matter what your skin color is, it doesn't matter your sexual orientation, you know where you come from you i mean I came from a middle to low income uh family you know and i uh, became a pharmacist and now i'm trying to do more and i just feel like i'm really called and driven to do that and no one can see where you want to go only yes. you have to go chase it you know and so that's that's kind of what i'm doing chad you're you're a phenomenal human like
0: truly that just talking to you uh this is the first time i've met you outside of social and uh you're, you're incredibly inspiring and, and what I want to do is give voice to the listener right now, because my hallucination is they're hearing all that you're doing and all you've gone through and, and all the impact that you're making. And they're and here's what they're thinking: Wow, that dude's amazing. Good for him. I could never do that. It's too hard. What would you say to someone that thinks that and uses that as an out to stay comfortable? yet unfulfilled, and just hoping that something comes, some success fairy comes and smacks them upside the head and gives them a way out?
1: Okay, well, I can tell you that looking at me now, people say they they see a successful person, you know, but I can tell you I've been in their shoes. I've been there before. You know, when that's why I started in the first place. I was in a bad spot. You know, I told you about how I looked in the mirror and I looked back, I honestly did not know who was looking at you know, at that point in my life, and I knew I needed to make a change. So how do you get there? You know, and then so I just started seeking out the right individuals around me. I started getting the discipline we talked about. And I can tell you, there's a lot of times that I was out, but the stadium is actually when I would go out there on Saturday mornings, I made it, I made a promise to myself that I would go there every Saturday at 5am, no matter what, you know, and so I started doing that. And uh, I can tell you, there are so many times along the way when I'd be out there and be like, what am I doing? You know, nothing's coming. Nothing's happening. You know, and then I just kept pushing. And so the two main things that I want everybody to hear today out of, if they don't hear anything else we say about this podcast and what we talk about, is that if you believe in yourself and you never quit, you truly can do anything. I promise. I mean, there's nothing special about me at all. Zero special about me. Honestly, I'm just a normal dude. You know, with pretty much average, you know, athletic ability, <laughs> but <laughs> you work when you. I mean, when you work and you stay consistent in anything, doesn't matter what it is, you you are eventually going to get there. When you fail, you have to get back up. People can easily say that, but there's so much truth to that. Yeah, you know, I mean, you have to be. You can't. There's a there's a quote. It's called the arena, and uh, it talks mm-hmm. about you know the man in the arena and like. You've got to get on the other side of fear of success. That's all I can say. So when you're scared, you go jump in the arena. Don't be the person standing out criticizing everyone that's in the arena. And if you go get in it and you just stay in it, even if you get knocked down and you keep going, you've already won, you know, that's, that's, that's the key. I mean, it is, it is truly telling yourself why not me? Why can't I be that person? You know, when I, when I was trying to get to NBC Titan games, I said to myself, I can do this. Why not me? I can I can get up there and do this, you know, and, and I've got a whole nother story about how that happened. I got a Ninja Warrior and it was insane. <laughs> you know, so but uh, but that's what I would tell people. Believe in yourself, you know, never stop. You can't quit. And just every day you're going to have hard times. And when you have those hard times, you've got to get up the next day and do it again. That's all I can tell people. That's the best advice I can give them. And uh, never lose sight of your goal, no matter where you're at, because some of the greatest people in our country have come from nothing, you know, and that's why they are great, because they've overcome those hard times in their lives. Yes.
0: And and I want to echo what you said there is you had your goal clear. You, You knew exactly what you wanted. And if you think back to pharmacy school, when things were, quote, easier, you knew what your goal was. It was to pass the test, get a job, pass the boards, right? And you knew why that was important. To get a job, <laughs> to make money <laughs> yeah. and pay off your debt. Right. And yeah. then once you had those two clear, then you asked how. And it was si- simple. you would never been to pharmacy school before. You were in pharmacy school. But you didn't ask how. It just came naturally. The problem is when people hear this stuff, they know they need to make a change. And they ask, how do I do it first? If you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling overwhelmed, the reason is you're asking how do I do this as your first question? Right question, wrong timing. First, you need to get very clear on specifically what your outcome is. What do you want? With clarity. Second, why is that emotionally important? It's not to make more money or, or to you know work more hours. Emotionally, why? For you you want to get on the school board because it's an ethical duty responsibility and calling from God on your heart. That is a emotionally driven reason why you've never done the school board. You don't know how, but you know what you want. You know, emotionally why it matters and the how is just literally presenting itself. And I didn't ask you this prior to the podcast, but is that true or true?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I can't tell you how honestly frightening it is. You know, (laughs) I'm just not used to, to it, you know, and so it's something completely new to, to me, but like, you know, and my heart is there and I'm, you know, I know that if I just keep putting one foot in front of the other, it it's going to take care of itself, you know, so everybody starts somewhere, you know, and, and it's about like, if you think, okay, let's put, let's put this in perspective with sports. You know, I mean, you take like, uh, let's say Trevor Lawrence, you know, you throw him in the NFL and all of a sudden he's not very good anymore, you know, for a year. I mean, anytime you start something new and you're scared of it, um, you just got to believe in yourself. And like, I, I just know that I'm there's a reason I'm here. I know yes. what it is, you know, and so that's like you said, you know, just the the calling and like knowing why I'm here and it's scary, you know, and it's it's a uh, there's not a lot of people doing it for a reason, you know, and, and uh, but but when you have the strength in yourself and you have the mindset that you can be successful, then you just go do it. Yeah.
0: Now that is spot on true. What I also want to give voice to the listener is they're hearing this and they're like, yeah, believe in yourself. That sounds great. But I have low self-confidence because I've tried things before and I've failed. My family doesn't believe in me. My girlfriend is nagging me and my friends always give me a hard time and I'm trying to change my life. And they say things like, you're such a tight one. You should live a little. I don't have confidence. I don't know how to do this stuff. I I have so much against me. I don't know how to believe in myself. I'm not taught mental toughness. I don't even know what that means or how to spell it. So must be nice for you both. But for me, that's not an option. That literally is probably the majority of what people are thinking to themselves right. when they right. hear this.
1: I've so, got something to say about yeah, that a Sorry, it, cut Take it. But, no, no, so, that's, that's it. You know, I mean, that happens when you first start to make a change. There's going to be a lot of people, you know, that are used to you being one way or saying, you know, you'll never make it there. And if you would just, believe this and it's true they don't have confidence in themselves and they don't want to see you reach that spot it's truly the way it is they like you the way you are they like you to be normal you know they want that it brings them their own sense of complacency and comfort and uh, as soon as you break out of that and you get on the other side um which is possible for anybody that's a major factor because i mean it's 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 tough to get a out of the society part and your friends and your family and different things like that. And sometimes you have to break those bonds to get where you want to go. And it's not easy, but you know, just specific plans. It's, that's the easiest way to get there. You have to have specific things you're going to follow and get there, but that is a hard thing to get over.
0: So. Yes. That, that's, that's so true. And speaking uh, more so with, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cater this to a, uh, a weight loss or physical transformation. Cause I think every single person has tried to be healthier, lose weight, things like that and and you go out and and your friends are used to you just like eating with them you know the appetizers the the beer cheese whatever (laughs) whatever it is and you're like oh no I'm I'm gonna have a salad and they look at you and then they give you this like judgmental look and then they say things like oh you're gonna make me feel bad now whether the person or like these people are not trying to be mean even though it might feel like that they, they genuinely are unaware. And what they're actually speaking out of is fear because seeing you change means that if they don't change, which is not easy, then they will lose you. Also, if they don't change, you are bringing awareness to the lack of change that they are willing to make, making them feel bad about the choices that they don't like making, but continue to make anyway. So you're actually bringing an awareness to them and you're either giving you're giving them a choice, and, and again, all this is subconscious, you're giving them a choice, you either grow with me or I'm going to grow apart. And people do not like change. So that's why they're, that's the intent, it's not malicious. So most people are not malicious and when they say this. So that's the first thing. The other thing is, I came up with this, I, I should trademark this, right? Because <laughs> I heard Andy say this and I immediately thought of it. I took it another level and because I've had this said to me when you're trying to eat healthy, not from like an unhealthy, overly restrictive diet eating disorder, thing like that. But when you're trying to make this more informed decisions, right, in an environment and, and people say to you, live a little, what they're really saying is live a little more like me. <laughs> That's what they're really saying. So I want you to hear this. The people that say this, they're not saying it from malicious intent or they're not trying to be bad people. They're not bad people. They just are afraid of losing you or having to go through the same transformation that they see you going through too. That's really what's going on. So when when you acknowledge that and, and accept the fact that when you go through 75 hard, live hard, or any transformation, whether it's physical, spiritual, financial, whatever it is. You have to recognize that you are going through this. You have the vision, the dream, the goal, not them. So you can't expect someone else to understand a dream that God gave you or a goal that you chose for yourself. So when you recognize that and you just keep it to yourself, you don't project your own goals to other people. That allows you to still have relationships without setting your goals and expectations onto other people. That's another trap that people can fall into is this like judgmental superiority complex like, oh, I'm having a salad. You're having a burger. Ugh. Like that, that's not what this is about. So it, it's two sides of the coin to be aware of when you're going through this just to maintain a healthy relationship and dynamic with
1: people in your life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that, too. I mean, and, you know, part of that, too, though, is after, over time and you can get through that, then people will start to realize that that's how you're going to be, yes. you know, and they they really will start to respect that. Then you'll see how many people might be like, well, what are you doing? You know, that. Yes. You know, and then they want to kind of come along with you, too. And, and you know, you know, I read the book by Ed, Mil- Ed Milette, Be the One. You know i mean and you can be the one that changes everything in your group of people and i've seen that happen a lot over the last few years so um so on the other side of making your own decision and making yourself better you'll see that you're uh, you're being an example for others too to uh, come ask what you're doing get involved and want and want to do the some of those changes you're doing regardless whether it's eating or whatever it is so that's know. exactly it that's exactly it
0: <laughs> by becoming the example that you wish you had you end up becoming the example others desperately need right now. And that comes from raising your standards on what you will tolerate. Because hear me, what you tolerate will continue. And that rebellion from the old you comes from personal excellence. That is the standard. And again, you can't BS that. There is no corner cutting. And it's a very, to be real... It's a very humbling process when you start this. I failed six times. (laughs) So I (laughs) did perfect through that. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's a process. and It depends on, again, what you want out of it and why emotionally it matters to you. Once you get those two on lock, the how, the process, it's just showing up every day. One of my favorite quotes, the world moves for those who are persistent. It's not about doing intense crap. Like, yeah, I like doing that. But it's not about going from if you never worked out and go and do a four-hour workout every day, twice a day. It's about being consistent because consistency trumps intensity every day of the week. You've heard the story of the tortoise and the hare. That's exactly what that's talking about. It's staying in the game just one step at a time. So instead of asking, you know, what's the whole roadmap for this big thing? It's just what's the next step? What's the first step? What's the first step I need to take just to just to take one step forward? And that might mean having an honest look in the mirror and an honest conversation of do you really like what you're looking at? Do you really like who is looking back at you? And again, this is a humbling experience but nobody is coming to save you so these what we've shared what Chad has shared through his journey are the tools you can use in order to help you take that first step identify what that first step might be for you because here's the other thing this is our story we've both used the tools of 75 hard and live hard that that was awesome for us every single person is starting from a different place and they're moving at a different pace. So you have to get clear on on what it is you want, what is most important to you at this time in your life, where you are, so that you can live a life worthy of the calling you have received. So I know I did a lot of gum flapping there, but I just <laughs> had to get, I had to point out that truth. Um, but but yeah, so with with everything that you've been been doing, Chad. And the people that you're looking to reach through this—the uh, pharmacists, the students—and and there's some other healthcare professionals that subscribe to this podcast as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, is there any other or wisdom that that you learned through the process that you're in that you didn't expect to learn, or maybe you thought you know this was the answer, but after living this process, you realize that it was something that you didn't even expect? Uh, what right. What are some like knowledge nuggets or, or things of words of encouragement? You give people who are looking to start, but maybe they're not sure. Maybe they're they're scared because they've tried before and failed, and they they'd rather stick with the devil they know than the angel they don't.
1: Right. Well, you know, I can speak to that a little bit because, like, I'd say that like one thing I found along the way is that you know you may have these expectations, and you get to one thing, and it doesn't happen. But then something else comes from somewhere else, you know, and and another door opens for you, and you realize this is actually why I did what I did. You know, this is why I'm here. Did I ever think I was going to run for school board? No. Did I ever think I was going to be on Ninja Warrior? No, actually, I didn't. Um, you know, but it's these tools that you learn over time. And then all of a sudden, what you're meant to do will come find you sometimes, you know, and I mean, that I learned that. And I mean, we're only on this earth for a limited amount of time, you know, one of the people i know at first form said it best he said you know we're only here for so long you never know when your last day is going to be so get your last shot off you know and so through this process i realized that you've just got to go make your life what you want it to be and you've got to really just go for it and just i know there's a lot of people out there and you know they they'll start one year and they just keep cycling back and forth and you know they they fail and fail over again fail again and and they really get lost. And so what I learned from this program is that and from the last few years is if you just stay consistent and get through those hard days, that on the other end of that is is a lot of a lot of success. And you'll be really proud of what you did. Cause it's about the journey. It's not about the destination, honestly. Yes. You know, you can get to where you were and like, you know, the greatest goal you want to set. And when you get there, what you're proud about is what you did to get there. You know, and and all the struggles, all the hardships, everything that was so hard to get there. That's what makes it so rewarding. You know, and that's what I found through this, um, you know, on the side of of all that hardness is, is where you feel the best when you're done. And it's, you know, it's not easy to get there, but it's so worth it. And you can help. And then when you get to the end, what I didn't think about during that time is how many other people I can help because of it now. And I, you know, that's the greatest thing. I mean, that's the most rewarding thing there is. I mean, you can't buy that with money, you know. Um, and making an impact on others is is what it's all about.
0: Yes, and and, and making that accomplishment and whatever it is, seventy five hard, live hard, whatever whatever the focus is, you didn't cross that line or get that success to just like put it on the wall and move forward. You got it to sh- be a beacon to pull other people across and say, this is how we did it. That's why I do this podcast. Like I like to do all kinds of stuff and I'm always looking to grow and, and, you know, evolve and learn. So when I do things and I'm like, wow, this really enriched my life. I say, Hey y'all, I tried this and I fell on my face. So don't go this way, go that way. And here's how to do it successfully. I'll bring on people way farther ahead than me, like yourself, Chad, and say, yo, This bro is farther ahead. We've gone similar things, but I want him to share what he's learned so that we can, you can take this knowledge from my experience, from Chad's wisdom and combine that and use that in in however works best for you so that you can use these tools that we've had to kind of figure out the hard way so that you can apply them, still do the work. But now you have a a plan. You you have a success pathway like this dude did this at work this dude did this at work, perhaps that's what works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, watching you on this, I mean, you have a lot of talent and, you know, I bet day one, your first podcast wasn't like it is today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I mean, <laughs> listen, dude, you really do a good job. I mean, I mean, before I do anything like this, I got the opportunity to speak at the first form this year and I got the opportunity to do different things like that. And before I even came on this podcast, I got super nervous. I just always do, you know? And so for you, this is just like, you know, regular old stuff and you do a great job. And for me, it's kind of like, I can't wait to do this, but, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, going okay, you and speak, speaking, speaking in front of three to 500 people is not easy either. And, and then, but after you, it's done and people come down to you and you made an impact on them, and you made a change in their lives and they really can relate to you because of the things you've gone through and the struggles you've gone through and what you share about that. And you can help somebody realize that I have the same things that I'm doing that are, you know, I, that I've had these hardships and for them to hear people like me or whoever say they're scared, um, that's important, you know? And uh, and raise, because we're just normal people every day, you know, that that I'm just going through life trying to do the best I can, you know? And uh, we have the same things we face that everybody else does, the same emotions, the same things like that. So and to be able to do what you do and just watching you do what you do and how how smooth and elegant it goes. And you got a great personality and you do crazy stuff. And it's fun, man. You know, and you're making a huge impact and it's awesome. So
0: thank you, man. I appreciate that. And uh, I I do it so I can bring people like you on board and show people like doesn't matter your circumstances, like all that stuff. Instead of using them as an excuse, use them as the reason why you should, why you can, so that you can go and become the change that everyone else wishes to see and just hold up the mirror and say, you can do it too. Because that's exactly what you're doing, dude. That's part of your purpose. That, that's part of my purpose as well. And I think that's why we're here. We're, we're given these gifts from God, not to say like, look at me, I feel so special. We're given these gifts to, to use them, to steward them, to develop them for the purpose to pour into those we're called to serve and lead. And when you do that, it transforms your success into fulfillment. And if you do it enough with the right heart posture to genuinely serve people, it turns into impact-driven income. And then you leave the world a better place than it was when you got here. And if we all seek to do that, imagine what this world, what healthcare, what pharmacy can be, but if if you, the listener, actually do it, imagine what it will be, because that's exactly the script we want you to fill. So dude, this has been an absolute privilege. um like I said, a lot of people in pharmacy world may not know about you, but that's part of my other purposes <laughs> so that they do <laughs> so. Where yeah. are you most active on social? Where can they find you and watch your workouts and say, oh, holy crap, this dude's Jack?
1: Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Adam. And I really enjoyed our conversation. Um th- I'm most active on Instagram. It's uh chad.rollins.9. And the nine is significant. That's me and my wife and my seven kids. So and I haven't changed that since day one. That was the you know, that's the why. So, you know, that's why I do what I do. And uh so that's where I am. I'm I've got two Facebook accounts, one for my uh, Springfield public school board, and then one, uh, just my regular every day to day. And that's just Chad Rollins. Um, but Instagram is where my workouts are. And I hope people, when they come on there, um, get something out of those and, uh, you know, it makes them want to better themselves. And that's what I do. That's why I do this.
0: Outstanding brother. And I will have links to, um, the podcast episodes that I mentioned in the show notes as well. Um, I'll have Links to Andy Purcellos podcast, so that if you're interested in 75 Hard Live Hard, you can get the rundown. And most importantly, I will have the links to Chad Rollins, all of his contact info, so you can follow him, give him a shout out, say, dude, you're a badass. Let me join your squad. All the things, because uh, this, I mean, if you're still listening to this, this guy is the real deal. And and I hope from the five plus years that you've been listening to the show. That Those are the people I bring on, the people who are really out there on the front lines, doing the hard work, willing to make the mistakes, fall on the face to come up and say, this is how we do it. Let's be the people that do the work. Let's join together and become the change that we all wish to see so that we can dispense our full potential for together we rise. And that's why we're here. So, dude, absolute honor and privilege. Seriously, thank you for for your time. For what you're doing for humanity, to to be honest, um, and and this profession, but I, the 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 capacity that you continue to expand, to grow, to give, it, it's extraordinary, and you've inspired me today. So thank you for not what you do, but thank you for who you are and who you continue to become.
1: I right, thank you, Adam. I appreciate it, and you know this is a really humbling experience for me, and I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, my man. This is Doctor Adam Martin signing off the one and only Dr. Chad Rollins saying, go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential.